episode 299 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for people who play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are new to the game, you've been away and you're returning, you're heading out to a PPTQ or a GP, or maybe you just enjoy being part of the community. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. But today I'm Spooky Maria. And today I'm Haunted Megan. Because as the closer we get to Halloween, the closer we are to revealing our true forms to you, the listeners. That's right. As of right now, we're still definitely human. 100% human DNA. That's true. Maria is just spooky and I'm haunted. On today's episode, we have some big news for you, actually. What? You know, don't tell up. me. We, uh, it's don't tell me. It's a secret until it's don't tell revealed. me yet. Okay, but we'll tell you soon. But Megan, you also know what the news is. I do know what the news is. But you want to be surprised, just like everyone else. Yes. Okay, great. So I'm gonna forget it. All right, forget it now. Okay. It will be revealed to you later in the show. We're also going to have a standard corner. We're bringing you even more new standard decks because yeah. the format is so fresh. It's like the Wild West. Yeah, it's still ever evolving. But not the Wild West of the Will Smith universe where there's giant, <gasps> Why is like, it not weird that spidery Wild West? machines. <laughs> Why? I don't know, because it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Hurtful there, words. There you heard it. You heard being it. Said. <laughs> you, you heard it here first. You've definitely never heard this take before. Wild West. Hottest the, of takes. Hottest of takes only. The Will Smith film is not a good movie. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Actually, the Wild West, if that was reality, would have been way cooler because you got steampunk stuff going on. Your fashion is generally better. People, I assume, took showers and had makeup artists on set at all times. Like a lot of it was true to it, though, by which I mean there were trains. Yeah, trains did exist, but once again, only went in one direction. As they still do they today. Still do to Trains day. only travel forwards. Never forget that. We also have related to some of the big news that we yes. have to announce. We're going to have a, a brief appearance by a special guest. Yes, a special pro player will be joining us on the show this week related to our special announcement. Wow, and I of wonder course, what could it be? All the magic news that you can handle. That's right. We specially handpick only amount of news that you can specifically handle. Yes, it's tailored to you. This week. <laughs> when you filled out that survey about mm, how, much how much news, news can, can I handle. handle. Yeah. We had, uh, for some people, if you're here in the U.S., it was per pound. Yep. Um, and if you were in the, you know, anywhere else. Stones. Yes, three, it was five stones. stones. <laughs> It was by how many stones of news you think I you can wish handle. People in the UK measured everything by stone. Like they're like your car can only be ten stone on this road. I don't know. Is a stone fifteen pounds? I think it I is. Don't know. Why do you ask that question as though I'm going to somehow have an answer if for you? If you know how many pounds a stone is and how many stone your car is specifically, you have to know both of those things. Please tweet at us at GLHF Magic using the hashtag stone car. <laughs> Before we start our show, though, very quick thank you to everybody who's a member of the podcast on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. That's right. If you are over there, you are helping make this show happen. Yes. Every time you listen to our voices, you can think to yourselves, I'm a proud supporter of this and I made this possible. Yes. And I know 
it can be difficult to be like, hey, there's things in life that you can get for free, yeah. right? And this podcast is one of them yes. because we want it to be available to people no matter what their financial situation at the particular Absolutely. time is. We never want people to have to worry about like, hey, am I going to be able to listen to Good Luck High Five this yeah. week? Uh, if I'm, you know, no matter what. And the answer should always be yes. yes. Um, but we also understand that, hey, if you can get it for free, uh, that makes you it's sometimes difficult to be like, I'm going to go sign up and donate because I can right now. Right. So just consider doing it. It's like when I go, I go to the same coffee shop all the time mm -hmm. and I have like my little, they have like the little rewards card, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, if you go, if you get 10 coffees, you get a, an 11th one free. And I drink so much coffee from this place that if I were doing that, I would have, I think I would have at least gotten like 20 free coffees by yeah. now, Maria. Yeah. Um, in my, in my lifetime of going there. Wow. That's a lot of free but coffee. But you know what? I haven't just because it's just like, it is a little bit of effort. It's a little bit of effort to like have that card on me every time and get it out every time. Yeah. It's like more interaction with a stranger every time. And so I just haven't done it. And I understand that sometimes it can be a little bit like that. Right. Yeah. Right. I could be getting, I could be getting coffees. But what if it was only one time you ever had to do exactly. it? Exactly. Then I Boom, would Patreon and it still has value for me. So please, if this has any value for you, take this one time to go sign up um, and help support the show so that we can keep bringing it to people no matter what. Big thanks to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Use that link if you buy anything from their store. They've got lots of stuff. They've got magic singles, which is where I buy them before a big tournament. They've got boxes yes. so you can draft with your friends. Because even if you're deciding your deck at the very last minute, who could it's that like be? two days before the tournament and you're like, what am I going to play? <laughs> I've certainly never personally <laughs> been in that place in my you. life. No, never. no. You can order from Card Kingdom and, and their shipping there. is so quick. It's excellent. So, By the way, they have new sparring decks coming out yes, they for do. sale on the 22nd, which is next Monday. And uh, you can play new sparring decks with your friends. They're, they're super cool. They're really well balanced to battle against each other. Mm -hmm. And there's even some spooky ones for Halloween. Maybe we're going to play some spooky ones. <gasps> we just might. Like a little slime foot. Or a little Etrata the Silencer. So spooky. Super so spooky. haunted. Very haunted decks. Yes. <laughs> Check them out Very at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. By the way, uh, we do have a deck of the week that's going to be up on YouTube this week, too. For its standard, it's going to be Boros Bugler. So check that out. I've been playing a lot of it. Uh, head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash goodluckhighfive, and um, get, get ready to get bugled. Maria, this deck is right up your alley, so I'm excited for people to hear about it from you. Yeah, I love it. And I'll talk about it a little bit coming up in this episode in our standard corner as well. It's time for all the news that you specifically can use in Magic this week. That's right. First up, GP Denver happened this past weekend. It was Team Limited Guilds yeah. of Ravnica. And there was a snowstorm. There was? Yes. The one that we had here. Well, I'm going to use snowstorm very loosely. That is the worst use of the phrase snowstorm I've ever heard in my life. For people who are not accustomed to snow, this was the end of the world. For people who are, it was light dusting of, you know, like the frosting or icing. What do they call it? Where they just kind of dust on the top of a pastry item? Just a sprinkling? Is there a word for that? Like a dusting? Yeah, but the kind of... But they're using sifting something kind of sugar. It's like a sifter. Yeah. Do you sift powdered sugar over it? Yeah, that's the word. But powdered I think it's sugar. just 
The words you were looking for was powdered sugar. It was sugar. like a powdered sugaring dusting. of snow. A dusting of snow yeah. in Denver for the teams. Um, and yeah, apparently the event was very large because who wouldn't want to play Guilds of Ravnica team sealed? Hello! Super, Super exciting. Fun. Even Marshall Sutcliffe. Noted magic commentary er yes, commentary tater. Commentary tater. Which is <laughs> which is a potato that does commentary. <laughs> commentary tater. Please tweet at us a, a photoshopped image of Marshall Sutcliffe as a potato doing commentary using the hashtag Commentary comment- Tater. Con- com- I can't even say Commentary it. Tater. Yes. Uh, was out there playing. Yeah. You know, I have to say, just going back to the snow briefly. Yes. It was, it dusted on Sunday here. Yeah. Morning. Yeah. I woke up, looked outside, saw the dusting of snow, was like, no. <laughs> and then I laid back down in bed and did not get up until it had melted. Wow. That is a dedication yeah, to I, ignoring it. <laughs> that's how serious I was about not, like, not participating in that experience. I went out and played golf in it. Oh, that's right. Because that's just how my family does. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care. Uh, anyways, so tons of teams out there at GP Denver. Uh, for people who don't know, Team Sealed is there's teams of three, and they get 12 boosters uh, that they crack, and then you build three sealed decks from it. Yeah, so normally your decks are very strong in Team Sealed because you just get so many packs to open and choose yeah. from. Also, notoriously, one of the most challenging formats absolutely because you have so much information and so many cards so it really often favors the best teams or the teams that have put in a ton of practice uh, and who know each other and their style play styles really well just because they're best able to build even with that kind of overload of info yeah and of course one of your team members can even lose and you can win the round if the other two carry you yeah so, so variance is a little bit less of a thing yeah i love i love it and it's just fun to play with your friends so let's talk about the winning team here it's Jacob Bow. He played uh, in. They also did like team draft at the end. So this, these are going to be draft decks. Yeah. Uh, J- Jack Dobbin and Andrew Tenjum. Nice winning team. And Jacob Bow had an Aurelia in his nice. final team draft. This deck, one, which, this deck is like uh, is it and white right? So it's Jeskai. Jeskai, yeah. Very cool. Ooh, Crackling Some Drake. Cards. Crackling Drake in I a three-color like deck and True Fire Captain. Wow. Jacob. Really getting... Going deep. Yeah. But two Boros Guildgate, a Gateway Plaza, and is it Guildgate and a Steam Vents. Yeah. So, oh, that's not bad. You know, he had the fixing to make it happen. Yeah, a lot of power in this deck. You know, I really appreciate uh, cards like Fresh Faced Recruit. I've 100%. noticed this one and uh, the 2-2... Two, two vigilance that's celestia uh that's one in a hybrid green white yeah they're both so great because sometimes if you're playing boros or you're playing celestia yeah. you can just pick them up or just in this case in. jeskai and it's just like well hey i'm almost always gonna be able to cast this on two um because it's one of my base colors right yeah those, great. those cards are excellent fresh face yeah. recruit don't be afraid to play that in celestia for sure yeah i i love it it's great yeah there was also another grand prix in nagoya and um, the winning team there, I'm just going to announce, was <laughs> called themselves the Japanese Peach Garden Oath, which <laughs> I think is pretty cute. Ken Yukihiro, Rei Sato, and Kentaro Yamamoto. So that's an excellent team. And they took yeah. down that Grand Prix. Very impressive. Yeah. Cool stuff there. Yeah. Awesome. So congrats to all of the teams who played uh, and to the two winners. 100%. 
Okay, Megan, this next news you found. Yes. So uh, there's been there's been a thing going on for a while called the magic bracket. Uh, and it's actually been going on for two years. And I had, I had never heard about this. So this is not on my radar. Um, well, I... Uh, pro amateur pro Greg told me about it okay. a little while back because for this last round of bracket voting, they had different people could sign up to write like basically an endorsement on one of the cards <laughs> that they okay. were that they wanted to have win. And I want to say I forget which one Greg wrote one for. I think it was just planes. Like I think oh he wrote gosh, it about planes. That's great. All right. Um, so what's going on with this? magic um, bracket okay so at the end of 2016 uh the the judge who made this and i'm trying to remember their name because uh it's been so much work and they've done such an amazing job about it uh but i do not remember off the top of my head and the website does not say uh so anyways they realized at the end of 2016 that there were a number of cards that was almost like almost perfect for making uh, a bracket, a 14-round okay. bracket, single elimination, uh, where cards face off against each other and eventually you'd get down to finalists. And so obviously it's by unique name. So even though Giant Growth has been printed one sure. billion times, it's only on there once. Question, what are we trying to decide here? It's just kind of like, what is the what is the best card? What is the, the best card in magic? The most magic card in magic, maybe? Yeah, they're, they say the best magic card of all time. Okay. Uh, but I think it's... For me, it's also kind of a question of like, which card is the most magic? Yeah, right. Exactly. That's how I would think about exactly. it. Exactly. Um, which is also like a competition that I've had with people about players before. <laughs> like if you put two players on each side and you're like, which side is more magic? <laughs> okay, great. I love it. Um, so where are we in this competition two years into it? Maria, we are finally at the semifinals. That's incredible. I That's know. incredible to me. Uh, Black Lotus was just eliminated <gasps> in the first semifinal. Really? I know, what right? Black Lotus? Birds of Paradise. Wow. Well, All of those weird creature players out there. You know, I actually, they seem kind of, they kind of do, oh, gosh, but Black Lotus is more iconic, but Birds of Paradise, wow, that's a hard I one. I mean, I can't believe it. Okay. I can't believe it, but here we are. Uh, and then the semifinal that's going on right now is Lightning Bolt versus Wrath of God. Oh, wow. Yeah. How do you choose? I don't know. But, you know, as much as I love a good wrath effect, which I really do. Yeah. As you well know. Absolutely. They're, they're I've amazing. On, I've been on the other side of one. Yes. Um, you you kind of have to hope for Bolt versus Birds in the finals, right? Oh, that would be so like, great. Bolt versus Birds. That would be iconic. It really would be. And so I do appreciate yeah. that. Like that sounds like a really iconic pairing. Uh, but we'll see. Wrath of God might still I'm take gonna, it over Lightning Bolt. I'm going to vote for Bolt over Wrath of God. I've been sitting here thinking about it. Yeah. That's I mean, I one do. mana is so little and mana. You see it in other games too. Yeah. Like Lightning Bolt has survived. Obviously, you see Wrath in other games, but Lightning Bolt, specifically the one mana and the three damage, yeah. you see it across trading card games. And so yeah. I think that's going to give it the edge for me. All right. How do you vote if people want to go and vote? Uh, so 
right now, if you go, if you just Google search magic bracket, it comes up. This is the Tumblr is the first thing that comes up. And then you can read all through the different posts. You can read through the FAQ, the archive and everything. And then there's also um, a link to the survey where you can vote for which one. Great. And you can also read the different endorsements that people have given to these two cards. I love that. People yeah. making the case for their card. Oh, I Let's see if, uh, part of me kind of wants to see if we can uh, go through and read um, the, the write-ups. Oh, you can read the write-ups. Yeah, and there's a little option. You can click, oh, I'd like to read or I wouldn't. Here's Lightning Bolt. All right. Wow. Lightning Bolt has always taken a very large portion. Oh, it beat Counterspell in the quarterfinals. My heart. Wow. Still taking. It beat it by 64%. It took 64% of the vote. Which is quite a bit. I would not expect that Which makes me feel like it is probably going to take Wrath take it God. against Wrath of God. Yeah, if it like beat Counterspell that handily. Oh, yeah, and that is that is very very handily. Let's see. Lightning Bolt, like many of the cards in the top eight, is an exemplar of an entire genre of cards from Alpha, in this case, Burn Spells. But unlike many others, Lightning Bolt isn't just the first or most, most recognizable iteration of a classic effect. It's also the best, the most perfect, <gasps> the most influential wow. Burn Spell of all time. I can't argue with that, actually. Wow. Countless limited formats live and die based on dozens of variation of bad bolts. Endless <laughs> design files fill up with bolts with set mechanic constructed burn decks usually fill with the better bad bolts but there simply is no match for the original it's top tier playable in every format it's legal in but has arguably never been broken oh, in any of them great point it's the best clock the most efficient removal spell the greatest control enabler in every format where you can tap to cast it and all that for a powerfully evocative card with just eight words of rules text they're, ma they're making me a believer i know magic is a game of resources it's all about expending your resources to get access to effects and when it comes to turning mana and cards into damage lightning bolt is simply the most efficient channel ever printed wow that's excellent that is that's a, like a really powerful okay so now we should read the the wrath of god one to see if it changes our yes. minds oh my goodness wrath of god took down ancestral recall Oh, how dare you? 58% of the vote. 58% of the vote. That's so much. You know what, though? Ancestral is so much narrower than Wrath of God Shut over your the mouth. years. <laughs> I can see why this happened. Get out of <laughs> here. Get out of I here. I can't. We have to do the rest of the show. You're a freaking monster. Okay. In my, in my world, <laughs> you are a monster. Wrath of God, God was the original sweeper. Wrath of God. Wrath, Wrath of God <laughs> was the original sweeper, the first mass creature spell, and the namer for all destroy all creatures effects to come, the first quote unquote wrath effect. It not only set the tone for white's mass removal, it also set the bar for power. Over the years, every single four cost wrath has been a top tier constructed staple from damnation to day of judgment to supreme verdict. But wrath is the daddy of them all. <laughs> I feel weird about that sentence, but okay. With two different all-time iconic arts to its name, Quentin Hoover's busy battlefield with that one guy's butt. <laughs> I did not know that. Wow, I didn't and either. And Kev Walker's perfect sphere of annihilation, Wrath is instantly recognizable. It was even on a pair of MTG-branded sneakers 
opposite its dark reflection damnation. No way. I want those sneakers. Let's find out what those look like. Wrath of God is a strategic linchpin for controlling magic players and one of the most important lessons for beginning players to learn about the dangers of overextending and how to break symmetric effects. The portal version goes as far as to remind the player that yes, their creatures too will be destroyed, <laughs> but learning how to play with and around wraths are two of the big milestones in any starting magic player's career. Well, excellently put. Wow. This is great. I love it. Yeah, same. I so, would like to see these televised debates with yes, the moderator. Like one person on each side. Yeah. And I want them to dress as their card. How? I don't know. That's for them. <laughs> okay, I'm in. This is happening. All right. Moderated by, I don't know, pick some somebody like you know, Tom Lair. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. From the McLaren Bar- I was going to be like Barbara Walters. Oh, Barbara Walters. Yes. yes. Please moderate this for us. So Barbara Walters will moderate. Fabulous. Yeah. I'm watching this. Uh, if you, if you feel particularly inspired by either of those, or you just want to go and check out more, uh, Go to if the easiest way for me to not mess up this Tumblr address is to just say Google Magic Bracket and click on it. But it's also mtgbracket.tumblr.com. Great. So head on over. Our last piece of news is for any arena players out there where which if you're not, I don't you understand be. your life because it's so good. I have been playing it like nonstop. I love it. It's like a funnel, oh, and we're all slowly spiraling the funnel. <laughs> Until we slip down way the neck of the funnel <laughs> and the bottle that we're falling into is like a pool and the pool is our arena. Oh, I, this really well, got that away sounded fun me. by the end. Yeah, right. Sounded like a good water slide. Yeah. But there's new ways to play in there right now. And I assume these are all always going to be changing and updating based on new sets and new things that people, you know, behind the scenes want you to play in arena and singleton is one of the new fun things you can play on Arena. So it's not exactly Commander and not quite Brawl because you don't have a General or a Commander in either of those cases, but you're just playing a Singleton deck. And I really like it because on Arena, you know, you've opening a lot of packs. You can't use your yeah. packs to draft or anything like that. So you've just got a bunch of cards and you're like, what am I going to do with some of these that I'm not putting into my standard deck? I'm going to try and make a really creative Singleton deck. And I've been having yeah. a lot of fun with it. Um, Tell us some of your top singleton decks so far. Great question. So I've been playing Boros in standard, so I had a lot of mythics from there. So I'm like, I'm just going to put a bunch of my mythics into my singleton deck. I'm going to use all my fancy I'm mythics. I'm going to be that person. And it turned out, okay, that was the best one that I did. You know, I've got a Johnny, I've got Aurelia, that kind of stuff. And burn, burn you and beat you down, you know. Watch just out like for Maria classic. in singleton arena. She is going to... She's going to beat down. And I've got wrath effects. Wink, wink, like deafening clarion in there. So don't overextend just like that person wrote about wrath. Yeah. Um, and I also played this very degenerate deck, which I think some people are complaining about online that you can do it, but it's not good. So I don't really <laughs> know why you would complain. It's the rats deck. Rats. I All love rats. it. Because... The rats, relentless rats, relentless right? Relentless rats is the two one for one in a black. Yeah, and it says that you can have as many copies of relentless rats as you want in a deck. Yes, so you can. The singleton rule does not apply to and these rats. For these rats, <laughs> I might have misbuilt it a little bit. That sounds ridiculous saying it, but I think I put in too many lands. But it's not even rats. that good. So, no. but it, it was very funny. It I, definitely dies to wrath effects. One hundred percent. Those rats are dead. Wrath. Rats. rats effects <laughs> rats melissa detora friend of the show an awesome person has been tweeting out some singleton lists that she's been playing too surprise surprise they're great 
<laughs> and you can model them after her. She did a really awesome is it one. Ooh, I want to yeah, see that. That one looks really fun. So I think yeah. that's going to be the next one that I try. You've got card draw. You've got removal. You've got great creatures. You've got crackling Drake. You've got Ral. Is it Viceroy? What more do you want? What more do you need? Nothing. You know what I mean? Nothing. And you said card draw, so I'm in. Oh, okay. You're good. You can play. Well, I don't know if you want to play monocolor necessarily. Um, but you can also play Ravnica drafts now in the arena draft mode, which is best of one. And you can use gold to play those instead of gems. Nice. So that's really Into fun. it. I actually prefer the best of one games. Really? Yeah. For Why? Some, for some reason, I would not have guessed this about myself, but it was just so nice to just sit down and you're just like, there you go. There's your one game. Yeah. And then you move on to the next one. 15 I, minutes. I did. I do get that aspect of it. It is really nice to, and like you just whip through that you draft. Just whip through it. And then you get to go do another one. Yeah. But I think I talked about this last week on the show or maybe a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. How best of one, the part that I find frustrating is that I feel like one of my skills Oh, the sideboarding. Yeah. Is that I, ca I can sideboard better than my opponent. Correct. Especially if my opponent is less experienced than I am. And so I do feel like when it's best of one, I'm losing that edge. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And two, you have to think about it when you're drafting. Am I really going to put this crushing canopy? Am I really going to draft is it? Is it going to be in my main deck? In my because main. that's where it's yeah. going to go. But also, I really like the drawing of the two opening hands. Yeah, that's too, and true. And you're getting the more optimal land spell mix from or the magic of arena. Yeah. Anyway. Pretty good stuff. That's some awesome uh, new ways to play the game. And no, in case you're wondering, we're not paid to say this. We just really love arena. Yeah, that's we really the do. Honest it's truth. so good. <laughs> it's so good. Even Kenji today was playing it. I know. He's doing a 24 hour stream for charity. It's great. Speaking of card kingdom. Go to arena. <laughs> go to it. Slide down that funnel right and into get that into the pool. Yeah, into the bottle pool of arena with all the rest of us. Oh man, Megan, when you make what? your first billion, are you going to have a pool and it's going to be named the mana pool? When I make my first billion, yeah. do I need to have a billion dollars to have a pool? <laughs> I'm, just I'm being never going to have a pool. <laughs> Too much work. Yeah. Also, like, I don't need that. I'll go to a public pool. I don't think so much of myself that I won't go to a public pool. Maybe you could donate money to build a public pool and call it the mana pool. Oh, in that case, yes, that's what I'll do with my okay, first billion. Okay, we figured it out. <laughs> I'll make a $1 billion pool. Wow. <laughs> Who do I think I am? That'd be like the size of a city. Yeah. Hey, while I'm thinking of it, what? don't forget that we also have uh, board game review videos. Yes. This is going with the news section. Okay. So uh, this week, uh, our friend Nicholas, the good luck high five games guy. The game guy. Teaches us how to play the Warhammer TCG. Yes. And it is pretty entertaining. I liked it. Much more than I expected yeah, to. I'll say that. Thank you for reminding me about this because this is of interest to you because it, yeah. it's a really interesting, first of all, it's a collectible or tradable card game, just like yeah. Magic. But also the gameplay is really cool. Yeah, it was super sweet. Uh, we definitely enjoyed our time playing it. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll take another crack at it at some point. But we also review some sweet games, like we've got ones of Azul, which is one of Maria's oh, favorite yeah. games. Love it. Last week we had the Marvel Legendary uh, which is a deck, builder? deck building game and lots of other awesome stuff like that. So make sure you check it out. Yeah, check it out. YouTube.com slash good luck. High five.
it's announcement time. That's right. And we're joined by our very good friend, Craig Wesco, to talk to us a little bit about our big news. Hi, Craig. Hey, how are you two doing? We're, we're great. We're great. We're great. I was going to say the same thing, but then I was worried that one of you were doing better or worse than me. And I was just like, terrible. Yeah, if I was like, great, and you were like, horrible. <laughs> or if I was like, great, and you are like, the best I've ever been. I mean, it takes all kinds, it does. you know, in this world. Well, Craig, well you- however I was doing, I'm doing great now that I'm talking to you two. <laughs> Aww. Craig. <laughs> Craig, you're so great. And that's one of the reasons that, uh, you know, we're very excited to have you here for our, our big uh, Good Luck High Five announcement. Okay. <laughs> who's going <laughs> to say, say it? it? Who's going to say it? Okay, Megan, you say it. Okay. Um, this year, we're announcing for the Pro Tour Team Series, Team Good Luck High Five. Yay! Um, yeah. We have Craig here because he's the wonderful organizer of our team. So, Craig, <laughs> tell us tell us who's on the team. So, the, the Team Series, it's six players... Uh, one is me, oh, uh, but you couldn't have guessed that. <laughs> wow. What? Okay. Another one is uh, Pro Tour champion, seven times over, Kai Bud. Woo! <laughs> no big deal. Very uh, chill. Next one is his teammate that he won a Pro Tour with is Dirk Babrowski, also a Hall of Famer. We just learned that today. We we roll with only <laughs> only and mostly Hall of Fame. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then there is also uh, Pat Cox. Wonderful magic. He's a three-time Pro Tour Top 8 competitor. Wow. Wow. We might and then have, the best, we have one of the best resumes of any team in the team <laughs> series. Just saying. It's a lot of washed up Hall of Famers. I was going to say, especially <laughs> if you only take people's records from like 2010 yeah. yes, and earlier. For sure. For sure. <laughs> And then there's uh, another Hall of Famer, Yelger Wiegersma. Nice. And then the last person is actually the captain of the team is Gerard Fabiano. We know that dude. Yeah, we know Gerard. Holy, holy cow. What a team. What a team. What a team. Craig, are you stoked to play the team series with this team this upcoming season? Yeah, I am actually. The, uh, uh, a lot of these players, of course, I have a great deal of respect for them. Uh, but then also, I am happy to represent uh, both of you. Uh, all of us are. When we when we brought up that idea, I remembered uh, that I had a conversation with Maria last year where she was like, hey, we we're looking at uh, sponsoring a team. And I ended up not joining a Team Series team that year. Uh, but then this year, I was like, that. I remember that conversation. I was like, I wonder if they're still interested. And then when I brought it up to the team, they were like, that sounds perfect. And so uh, we're happy to represent you, and hopefully you're happy to represent us. Oh, we're so for we're sure. so excited! We're so excited for the team for the team swag. Yeah, team swag for sure. Yeah. So one of the things you have to do if you sponsor a pro team is provide jerseys or sweatshirts or something with your logo on them. And I mean, we kind of stopped ourselves from making you wear unicorns with rainbows in the background, but you know, that was a consideration (laughs) or like, um, head to toe jumpsuits, head to toe jumpsuits with little dragon footsies at the bottom. I mean, we were really, we were really looking seriously Mm -hmm. at sets of footy pajamas, footy pajamas for our team. You know, we care about your rest. We want you well rested. We want you to be comfortable. 
Yeah, and we're we're really embracing our roles as team uh, managers as well. Yes. We're going to show up to every event in full three-piece suits with our clipboards and our notes. Yes. And we'll go around and do scouting for you on the floor. I'm I'm looking at investing in a monocle. Great, yes. Yes. And I'm going to be having a pipe. A monocle and a pipe. Mm-hmm. An yeah. unlit pipe because you can't smoke indoors. Okay, you can't smoke in there. No, no, but no, no, no. Maybe but we can like do a little dry ice. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's for very it's fancy. for the look of it. But like in all seriousness, it's super awesome to sponsor a team. We couldn't be more excited, and it'll be really Wait. exciting for our listeners too. What you, that wasn't in all seriousness. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all no seriousness. No dragon footsies. <laughs> I mean. Uh, we'll consider it. We'll definitely yes. consider it. But we have okay. we have a logo, a cute little Good Luck High Five logo for you all to wear on yes. your sweatshirts, which um, I think will look great. And yes. we'll be seeing a lot of it on coverage, I'm sure. Yes. Because you'll always be in the feature match area. Right, Craig? Yep. This is a threat. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be so fun for everybody who watches our show and listens to our show to follow your team throughout the season because that's another one of the cool things of the team series is you can kind of watch a team progress through the year and battle their way to the team series final too. What's been your favorite part about like just the team series thing happening this time around for you? Um. So the the year before last, I was on a team uh, team top level, and I thought that the experience was really cool. Uh, I liked how we were all sort of rooting for each other, uh, not just in the sense of like preparing for each other and rooting for each other as friends, but like we all kind of had literally a vested interest in each other's success, which I thought was pretty cool. And uh, so last year I wasn't on a team, and so I kind of uh, lost that, didn't have that. And uh, this year, I think regaining that, I was uh, pretty excited about it. And now that we know we have a sponsor that we are extra incentivized to do well for, um, it just kind of adds to it, makes it more exciting, I guess. Okay, Maria, we have to um, designate our our roles right now. Okay. Um, as managers, like who's who's like the kind one and who's like mm. tough love. Oh, so this is like all right, got it, got it, got it. I'm- yeah. I think I'm going to go with I'll be tough love. Oh, I was going to say I'm tough love. <laughs> then I just, as soon as I said yeah, it, I'm like, I can't no, actually like, do no. it. I can't I, actually but do I it. But I can. <laughs> okay, great. They're like, who's the, who's the good cop? Who's the bad cop? Yeah, We're exactly. both bad cops. Okay, so. <laughs> it's just a manager it's just two, two bad, bad cops. cops. Two bad cops. So I'll say something like, Craig, I'm so excited for you in this first pro tour. I bet you're going to be playing a wonderful white deck. I, I'm so excited to see it. And then Megan would say. Look, if I don't see at least 75% of you making day two, then I'm going to randomly make you all draw straws and the person who loses sleeps outside. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need any coffee? Do you need a coffee? <laughs> How Do is you this? know what? You ba- Someone's going to live on the balcony. Someone's going to live on the balcony for a week. <laughs> Tell them if they don't get to four match wins, they're on the balcony. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to need coffee when you wake up frozen in the middle of the night living outside in the exactly. snow. Are you motivated? Is this working, Craig? Guess you shouldn't have punted that round. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, at Pro Tours, I always go and watch Craig because he's usually playing a deck that I want to play. Yeah. So it's just giving me extra incentive to come and like spy on you during the rounds. <laughs> How is preparation going for the first Pro Tour? Have you guys, are you guys slacking off? Are you working together? Are you collaborating? Have you broken the format? 
What's and remember up? that if the answer is that you're slacking off, I'm going to mail each of you a package <laughs> with a taxidermied animal inside Whoa. of it. Fully taxidermied. Fully taxidermied. That's expensive. You mean like death and taxidermy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, so we're not all testing together, even though we have a group chat. And Mark Herberholtz is still in it. In it, and he says, because uh, he was supposed to be our sixth, but then he couldn't play because uh, he's qualified for the next Pro Tour, but not the first one. And the rules say you have to be qualified for the first one. But anyway, he's still in the group chat because he said he's trying to steal my white weenie deck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So um, you're so you're confirming I, that there is a there is a good white weenie deck in the standard format. Oh God, I. I think I, I think I said too much. I'm gonna oh, have to. Oh, okay, okay. All right, secrets. Look, secrets. if you walk around spilling our team's secrets, <laughs> I'm gonna make you wear dirty socks for a week. Wow, that is a threat. <laughs> yeah, no changing those socks. You shower in them. You walk around in them. You sleep in them. You wear the same socks one week straight. <laughs> so much for dispelling this uh, magic player stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly the idea of someone showering in their socks yeah, is really that's gross to so me. so gross. Very You'd have to gross. walk around the house in wet socks. Like soaking wet socks. You. Well. Craig, are you excited for Standard coming up just personally? Yeah. Um, they reprinted Temple Garden, and there's some pretty cool white and green cards. Uh, I'm pretty excited about Selesnia. If uh, Selesnia weren't one of the guilds included in the first set, I might be a little less excited, so I'm pretty excited that I at least have that option. Um, tell uh, us about no, Night of Autumn. How much is Night of Autumn your best friend? I like it a lot in Modern. I know that much. It's a really Ooh. powerful card, mm -hmm. super good in Hate Bears. Wow. wrote an article about it last week, uh, like using Flicker Wisp and stuff to Restoration Angel to use the effect multiple times. It's really powerful in Modern. Um, in standard, it's a very powerful card, but it doesn't have quite as many applications. There's not as many blink effects and stuff like that. So it's just like a generically powerful card in general. I'm pretty excited about that one. Pretty excited about a few of the other ones. Uh, I don't want to spill too to much tech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this bad manager is going to get on your case. That's right. If you spill too many secrets. Oh, is my is like the abbreviation of what I'm doing just bad manager? <laughs> Oh, I mean, uh, I don't <laughs> there's so wrong. many good mono-black demons in this set. <laughs> so right. many. That's right. Well, Craig, we couldn't be more excited to have you as our pro official pro team, the official Good Luck High Five pro team, and everybody watching and listening at home, be sure to follow their progress throughout this pro tour season, and hopefully we'll get to see them in the pro tour finals for the Team Series Championship. Right, Craig? Or else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we might be washed up, but at least we know how to wash yeah. with our socks in the shower. <laughs> everyone, it's time for a standard corner. Just a standard corner. 90 degrees. Yeah. If you put a name tag on it, it would just say standard. Oh, Why? That's so sad. Why would you put a name tag on a corner? You know, so don't you go around your house putting name tags on stuff so you remember what they're called? 
Oh yeah, like I constantly forget the name of that thing that's like um it's like an overhead light uh except it's uh, you put it on a shelf and it has like a base and it has like a, a fancy thing that goes on the top of it and then the light bulb screws in to the top. A lamp? And you yes. Ah, see, this is why we do this. That is what I was this thinking why, of. Like, I forget the name of the thing. It's metal. It looks angry. Um, in the morning, you put bread into it, and then it throws it at you. Why does your toaster look mad? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have an angry toaster? That's just kind of what I, I I said it for some reason. I might I must think that it looks angry. Do you know what? My kitchen is very tiny. This is very off topic, even for us. My kitchen <laughs> is very small, and I... So I have a little toaster, but I keep it in a drawer because oh I don't gosh. have enough counter space That's for it. Cute. So I just have a little drawer that I wasn't using anyways because I don't have like a ton of kitchen implements. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's Mark Bittman who has the how to cook everything and how to cook everything vegetarian. Uh, yeah. And at the beginning of his books, he has like basically like the 10 essential kitchen things. And I try and kind of live by that philosophy of like, I don't need a lot of stuff yeah. in my kitchen, especially because it's so tiny. But the upshot of all that is that I have a tiny little drawer. That's exactly the right size for my toaster, toaster and drawer. nothing else is in it. So it's just a little drawer. And if I want toast, I have to like get out my little toaster and unplug my microwave because there are also not enough outlets in my kitchen. <laughs> there is one, there's one outlet in my kitchen I have to unplug my microwave, plug in my toaster, make some toast and then like wait for it to cool off and put it back in its drawer. If you also keep your toaster in a drawer, please tweet at us with the hashtag toaster drawer. Toaster drawer. Because that's cute. Anyway, yeah. standard. <laughs> this was this was, uh, a, that was a tangent. This tangent brought to you by toast. Toast. Oh, I really like toast. I'm just hungry right now. That's Same. the problem. Okay, here's okay. the deck that we, you know, we talked about a little last week. It's not dead. It's mono red. Ugh. Just FYI, Megan. Get it's not dead. Out of town. Runaway Steamkin is kind of the engine of this little deck. Haha, <laughs> get it. But it also is just a 1-1 one, one for one. But when you ever cast a red spell, uh, it gets one a plus a red. one. Oh, yeah. Ex excuse me. 1-1. One, one. That would be really good for yeah. one in red. Gets a plus one, plus one counter on it whenever you cast a red spell. You can remove three to add triple red to your mana pool. You know, Barf. this deck is real. And here's the thing. The version that I'm looking at right now, yeah. it's more interesting than you would think because it runs four copies of experimental frenzy that does not make it interesting <laughs> you're still out on it you're trying to ice that cake but i still know that that cake is a bad cake megan underneath. have you ever played with experimental frenzy yes it's, it's so great. fun it's so fun I it is a lot card. of fun it is a great card but like it does not make me okay with this yeah here's the thing though I don't think this deck is great. I agree. And looking at it, the thing that I really hope is that they, it plays Goblin Chain Whirler. Of course. And my hope is that they just kill all of each other's creatures. Like all of the mono red players have to play each other <laughs> and they have stuff like Runaway Steampkin. If you play it on two, but you were on the draw, yeah. it dies to the Chain Whirler. Yeah, Chain Whirler, get it. Your Viashino Pyromancer dies to it. Your Fanatical Firebrand dies, dies to it. Yeah. Uh, so I am really hoping that they just... <laughs> they just you know, have they just to eat their crow yeah. because they've decided to play this deck at a exactly. tournament. Exactly. Yeah, I just wanted to let everyone know, mono red, 
not dead. As much as we all it still exists. Wish wished that it was. Here is a mono green. Yeah, mono green also still alive. Yeah, it actually okay. It's splashing black. It has assassins trophy. Yeah, because of course it does. Uh, But it goes back to having Galta primal hunger. Yeah, I just need twelve twelve sometimes. It also added unsurprisingly Crowl harpooner. Yeah, this came at me yesterday, and I was surprised to see this little draft friend showing up in standard. But especially with mono blue, the mono blue flyers deck still kind of being a thing that's running around it is makes a heck of a lot of sense to just be like hey i can shoot down that little that little creature and lots of angel decks too yeah it takes care of um it has four pelt collector which by the way i've had this get passed to me in draft if you're in green you want this card absolutely it is very good it's not just evolve it also gets the counters when stuff dies yes which is it's very good it becomes a three three and then a four four yeah so quickly especially if you're in green I just spent one mana on that. Yeah, it is awesome. And for Nullhide Ferrex. Our preview card. Yeah. This is the two green green for a six six hexproof beast. You can't cast non-creature spells and then anyone can pay two uh, to have it lose all abilities until end of turn. Yeah. This deck I've been seeing a lot of. There's Thorn Lieutenant in this deck too from M19. Oh, yeah. Um, And I, you know... I think my deck has a pretty good matchup against it, so I don't know. But there's also more heavily Golgari decks, which I think is a little bit more popular right now. I think Golgari is kind of like the deck of the moment. Ooh, I really like this deck. What have you found? Okay, I don't even know. This is like wow, a that weird, is wild. This is a weird kind of like uh, Grixis. Grixis value deck. Okay. And dragons, also dragons. So it starts out with four Sarkin Fireblood. Okay. Uh, then it has two Nikki B, the Ravager, four Niv Mizzet. Holy cow. Um, some Lava Coils, some Chemisters. In, like, so like some card drawn, some classic removal. And then three Search for Iskanta and three Eldest Reborn. This deck seems pretty good. I'm This I would like to play. This I'm excited like by this Megan's situation. Deck. Chemistry's Insight, the four mana uh, jumpstart draw two card spell at Oof. instant speed, is the yes. new. I feel like in glimmer every set, genius. it's the new glimmer of genius. Thank We're going to be seeing it. Hieroglyphic and Illumination. Here it is again. Chemistry's Insight. We, yeah. you, you thought we wouldn't have a four mana blue draw two? No, no, Thank no, no. Goodness. We still do. Oh my goodness. And then look at what is this? This is another weird dragon's deck. With Karn. This is like another mono red. So this is Karn Scion of Urza, also Sarkin Fireblood, for Demanding Dragon. Yeah, Sarkin. This was the three red red five five flying. When it enters the battlefield, it deals five damage to target opponent unless that player sacrifices a creature. Uh, for Dire Fleet Daredevil, uh, which is the one in a red two one first strike, and it basically has like a snapcaster, but for your opponent's graveyard Great. effect, where you get to cast an instant or sorcery out of their graveyard. Uh, Chain Whirler, I mean, get out of here. Rekindling Phoenix, Steamkin, two Varix Bladewing of yeah. any. Of ev- I played against this deck things. yesterday. And I was very surprised to see Varric's Bladewing to what four a fours. random thing to to just come out of that deck. But, yeah, okay. I suppose if you have Sarkin, I mean, like you like dragons, that's your deal. Yeah, that is your deal. Wow, very cool. So let's um, talk about. Well, here's a here's there's a few. It's basically like you play anything you want right now. Yes, it is. You know, it's just 
Get on out there. Get on out there and play to your heart's content. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the deck I've been personally playing. Yeah. Which I'll go into too detail on Wednesday in the YouTube video. It's I call it Boros Bugler because there's so many different Boros decks running around right now. Yeah. Who knows what the right one is. But the one I'm playing has Militia Bugler. Yeah. And it has so many great creatures that you can oh, get yeah. with it. Aurelia. Aurelia. You can get Aurelia. She, she comes with Militia Bugler. You can get Siege Gang Commander. Siege Gang Commander. Come on. Yeah, wow. it's nuts. So Also, literally every time I want to say Siege Gang Commando. <laughs> I mean, he's a goblin. Yeah. I don't know if they you wear don't pants. Know. I, mean, I don't I, understand. I sure don't. But yeah, I mean, it just plays all excellent cards. For History of Benalia, for Aurelia, Militia Bugler goes finds her. Knight of Grace, Adanto Vanguard, my favorite card in standard. And some excellent removal spells and justice strike and lava coil and Ixalan's binding and you just attack and you have a great time attacking Aurelia comes down. What are they going to do? That card is so hard to kill and it gives your creature a bonus when it hits the table. Yeah. I love this deck. It's very, very fun. And you really do. It's more than just an aggressive deck because of Aurelia. She has the ability to pull you back from the brink of destruction if mm -hmm. they don't have an answer. So I've been having a lot of fun with this deck, but you know what? I, Keep, I'm keeping my mind open because there's plenty of other decks that I think I will also love. There's a green white tokens deck uh -huh. with March of the Multitudes and Venerated Loxodon of all things that I think is really fun. Yes, I've seen the Venerated Loxodon deck into it. Megan, I think you would really enjoy a couple flavors of Is It that yes. I've come across. Oh, I'm very excited about the Is It. So Kenji has been playing a very fun Is It Storm deck. Yes, with Thousand Year Storm. Yeah. A Thousand Year Storm. Beautiful. I've seen him kill people. Very good magic players. He's playing against Mengucci the other day and beat him with that deck. And awesome. They're the most popular one is the one that uses Crackling Drake and Enigma Drake as the payoffs with lots of one mana cantrips like Opt. Oh, yes. We tried building that, that one's cool. uh, back when there was like the preview day with a bunch of streamers playing. Oh, yeah, guilds. that's right. Uh, and it was so cool. I loved it. Yeah. So that one, that one's also awesome. And... I can't even be mad when I play against it because I'm like, your deck is this cool. This is pretty cool. Uh, here, here's a, a version that has four Crackling Drake and two Niv-Mizzet, oh, sure. two Rowl. Um, yeah, awesome. I love this part of, like, this is the golden age of any format. Yeah. So early. Before we know the answers. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. We don't know what the true best deck in the format. We, don't, we just don't know. We don't know. So, Who yeah. knows? We're going to keep our eyes peeled for cool new decks in the format and talk about them when we see them. And, you know, when are we actually going to have the definitive answer on when this is like, hopefully, do you know, what, in my dreams, never, I know never it just, really it happens forever. And everyone's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Everything. It's like a constantly puzzle. rock, paper, scissors. But, you know, also with whatever that what's the additional one? Um, grass. <laughs> no, like rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> lizard. Spock. What? Oh, Spock? Yeah. So this would be throwing a Spock? Yeah. What's well, so, a lizard um, like this? Yeah, no, turtle. that's a turtle. Oh, let me see. Turtle Rock, beats Spock, obviously. Paper, scissors. Glass. Lizard. Maybe it's just lizard Spock. Nuclear bomb. Piece of candy. Old pair of of I'm garbage sure you could make, cans. Oh yeah, so it is only those. It's those five: rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. <laughs> I've never heard of this before. Um, Spock beats scissors. Yeah. Okay. Um. So here we go. Okay. Here's here's the way it goes. Um. 
the uh, Spock can smash the scissors. Okay. Uh, and vaporize the rock, but the lizard poisons uh, oh, Spock okay. and paper disproves Spock. I don't know what that means, but you know, <laughs> someone wrote a treatise on how Spock can't exist. Sure. Um, classic scissors beats paper, paper covers rock, uh, rock crushes lizard. Yeah. Rock crushes scissors. Um, pa- lizard eats paper. <laughs> Um, sure. scissors decapitate the lizard. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know. Wow. All right. So, so there there's more, more options. Yes. The world's bigger That's than even I thought. Rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. <laughs> it's just fun to say. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, there you go. Uh, and like lizard, I think it's just like, it's like, oh, you're this? just making it. Yeah. Like a little lizard with your hand. Okay. Ready? We're going to play. All right. Ready, set. Go. One, two, three, shoot. Throw. Oh, we both threw well, lizards. Of course, of we, course did. Ready? we did. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. Yes, I poison you. I'm a Spock. I, it's hard to do with my, my, my right hand. I knew you were going to be Spock. Yeah, how could I not? I know. I love Spock so much. Um, if you have a favorite standard deck, please tweet at us using the hashtag rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. <laughs> And tell us what you're playing. It'll be, it'll be the bulk of your character count. Yeah. But, so we're really, you know. we're really cramping your style, but we believe in your creativity. Yeah. Let us know. Before we continue, Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro is a great place for all of your Magic the Gathering accessories. That's right. Whether you need sleeves. Do you want sleeves that shuffle beautifully and an array of wonderful colors? I do. Do you want sleeves that have sweet magic art on the back? I do. They have both of those things. Do you want dice that are called gravity dice and every time I bring them to a tournament, somebody compliments me on them? Usually three to four people. Do you want someone to compliment Maria on your dice? Gravity dice. That's how you get there. They're so cool. I, I know. They're great. I, I love them. And they come in their own little container. Oh, so they're, they're so... They're if you like, If you want to feel like the fanciest person yes. that you could possibly be, gravity dice. Like a fancy astronaut. Yes. An astronaut at a fancy NASA ball. Gravity oh, dice. Does NASA have balls? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I can't you know answer that question definitively but i'm gonna say they probably do really you think they have like galas yeah if you if you know if nasa has a ball or gala or whatever you choose to word you choose to use please tweet us formal dance with the hashtag nasa balls or prom Yes. Does NASA have prom? If you want to, if you want to ponder questions like this, you know, check out Ultra Pro (laughs) and get some sweet swag while you're at it. Well, everybody, that's episode 299 of Good Luck High Five. And Megan, you know what that means. Next week. It's the big one. Yes, it is. It's the big one. <gasps> and for those of you who have been with us through a 100 episode anniversary before, yeah. you know that that means it is an extra special musical episode. Yay, we I'm are so going excited. to write some songs. We are going to have our friend come in and play live music, live music for us while we record these songs, especially for you yeah. to celebrate this milestone. Oh, if you do not want to miss this episode, everybody. No, it is always one of our favorite things. People tell us about them. We'll have been, we'll be at like yeah. 275 and someone will, will write at us about episode 100, the yeah, first musical the episode first or 200, the last musical episode that we did. 
excited um, because we love them so much and our listeners seem to really enjoy them, which yeah. makes us happy because do you know what? We honestly, we did them if you liked them. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. Because we that had such accurate. a good time doing them. Yeah, it's, it's just fabulous. Go back and listen to 100 and 200 if you haven't heard them before. If you really want to get yourself primed for episode yes. 300. Because uh, it'll be coming at you. And you know, if your local high school needs a musical for the fall, you can always just, just <laughs> hey, this year's, to us. this year's fall musical is a good luck high five episode, episode 300. 300. Yes. We would love to see your creative blocking of this. Absolutely. Um, because while well, we have to sit to record, mm-hmm. if you're you doing this to. as a musical, you can we really invite you to take a lot of artistic liberty with it. <laughs> How weird would it be to see somebody like transcribe the episode and put it up on its feet like a scene? I would die. That would be the I strangest would die joy. and best thing I've ever seen, maybe. Same. Okay, just saying. So, think about <laughs> it. Big thanks to everybody, once again, who's our patron on patreon.com slash glhfmagic, and who supports mm-hmm. us by going to cardkingdom.com slash glhf, and checking out any of their awesome stuff, and thanks to Ultra Pearl for being another one of our sponsors as well. Jeez. You're all great. You're all so great, and now I'm super excited for episode 300. Oh. Get psyched. And Megan, we've got to start writing some songs. Yeah, we do.